0: will
1: be no on you think Not makes- a dime back Come after me, I'm a man, I'm 40 45, 50, 45, there goes Davis, oh my god Davis is going to run it all the way back Auburn's going to win the football
0: game Auburn's going to win the football game It's over, the Bucks have done it the long wait has ended. After a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again.
1: They better get season tickets right now because before long, they probably won't be able to.
0: Welcome back to After the Whistle. This is episode 80, and I'm gonna start off my I'm gonna start with my hand up. I was awful last week. Hand up. I'll be the first to admit it. I think I won one game last week. I'll admit, I was awful last week, but a lot of things that I just did not could ever imagine come happening. Oklahoma State came down to the final diving play. Georgia, I just absolutely blew up in my face. I said, it, if it blows my face, I'm fine with you it. Back to back weeks, forgot how bad Wake Forest's defense were, and fucking Kenny Pickett going to New York just to rub it in my face on that. <laughs> Oregon has absolutely zero heart. All their coaches quit on them. It just absolutely atrocious weekend for me.
1: Let's start with the SEC championship. The biggest of them all. It shook up the playoff landscape. I left the Big 12 championship in the morning with that diving play, crazy game, thinking Notre Dame's going to sneak in the freaking playoff again. Mm-hmm. And Alabama just showed us who they are again. They just showed us that they own Georgia. They just own Georgia. And I don't know how Georgia's going to get over that. I. I don't think – I think they can
0: if a rematch does happen, I do think they, which I do think will happen. I do think they can get over that. I think the main key, person as I've said it all along, I think JT Daniels, you have to groom him to get to this spot. I just don't think Stenson Bennett is the guy for that. If you want to, to beat Alabama that game, you had to score 40 points. I just don't trust Stenson Bennett to do that. I do trust JT Daniels to do that. I think that's the main difference here. And Kirby Smart's got a
1: month to figure it out. The scary part about that for you is like it's just a complete blind trust in JT Daniels right now. It is. And I, a, he has a blank resume. He does. I, Besides I will, the will admit five that. Stars.
0: I will. I will fully admit that. But I just think that even if JT Daniels isn't as good as I think he is, I still think he is. Better than if not the same as Stetson Bennett, so you might as well try something different. Uh-huh. Give Alabama, Michigan something that haven't Georgia hasn't seen all year, or like you can basically throughout the game film basically for that because it's gonna be a completely different quarterback. So I feel like that will
1: help Georgia, but I still think Georgia can win it all though. I still trust them. We just went into this game thinking. Georgia's a team that's going to punch you in the mouth the whole game. And they took their first punch of the entire year, and they folded. I yeah. never expected them to just lay down and bend over to Alabama. Yeah, the the game was over when Jamison Williams took that slant and just
0: outran that guy who runs like a 4-4 and yeah. just absolutely blew him out of the water. I'm like, this game's
1: over right from that second. And Georgia was up 10-zip. They, they were doing the same old thing. They were pounding the ball, grinding out on defense, and then, boom, they get slapped in the face, and it's over. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, is, yeah. Game. But like you said, um, another aspect of the potential rematch: George Pickens is going to be more healthy the yep. next time they play, mm-hmm. and Alabama lost John Mechie, which is big, massive, because Alabama like Jamison Williams took over the show, but now that they lost Mechie, Jamison Williams is really their only playmaker. They mm-hmm. have no other playmakers, yeah. So they're not that hard to guard, and. Yeah. That's why I think Cincinnati is a hell of a test for Alabama. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are going to be all over Alabama. It's already a 14-point spread. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati's finally here. They've been waiting for this moment for a long time. They took Georgia down to the wire in last year's Peach Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think people are putting away Cincinnati without digging into the matchup. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I still like
0: Alabama, though, to win. I think they can cover, but I think it's going to be a little bit closer than some people
1: think. Exactly. We'll discuss it later. Um, second half of the playoff was determined when Michigan took care of business Saturday night and pounded a pathetic Iowa team. I just forgot how bad Iowa was. That was complete. I just, I, I
0: just forgot the game when they came into Camp Randall and just they got absolutely destroyed. I, I don't know why I just completely blocked that from my memory and it blew up in my face.
1: See, I didn't forget. I just like you with Georgia. I had to use the same logic I was using all year that this was going to be a massive letdown spot for Michigan. So if they were going to step in to Indy and blow out the other team like they're supposed to, then props to them. They deserve to be in the playoff. Mm-hmm. And they did that. Yeah. And I was I was wrong. I thought it would be a massive letdown spot after that Ohio State game. And it wasn't. Jim Harbaugh, rightfully, probably the coach of the year. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was Kirby Smarts to lose yeah. before this weekend, and you lost it. Mm-hmm. Even if I think Kirby Smart
0: went on, I, I still might have given it to Michigan, to John Harbaugh, just because uh-huh. you get over the – I guess Graham both of them would get over the hump of beating their their rivals, I guess. So I don't. Know. I probably would have given it to Harbaugh, though, just because Georgia had that expectations going into this year where Michigan did not.
1: And Michigan played a much tougher schedule. Yes. Like two top ten teams and Penn State, Wisconsin, Iowa. Yeah, and Iowa's in the top 25 still. Yeah. I think, at least I think they are. I think they hung yeah, on, yeah. So but I don't think they. I don't know if they should have, but no, I, that, that's just a pathetic showing. You come to the Big Ten Championship and get just get don't even belong in the same field as this team. It was absolutely pathetic. Um, let's go to the Big Twelve Championship. Baylor, man, what a win! Yeah,
0: I, I, I do think that I still would bet Oklahoma State right now, knowing the outcome, mm-hmm. just because Spencer. Was it Saunders? Sanders, Sanders, excuse me. Just played the worst game of his entire life. Like, you could not have played a worse football game than what
1: he did. And that's the thing. Like I said, Oklahoma State just finds ways to let let you down. Like, when all the expectations are up on them, they just find ways to let them down. And I remember watching – we sat in this room watching Oklahoma State-Texas, and we came away from that game thinking, Texas isn't that bad, and – Also, Spencer Sanders is holding back Oklahoma State Mm -hmm. because that Oklahoma State defense is nasty. And again, on Saturday, Spencer Sanders held them back and lost them that game. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at Oklahoma State's drives in the first half.
0: Field goal, interception, interception, three and out, three and out, and a 10-play field goal drive. And, like, you know what I mean? You can't expect to beat a team like Baylor, and Baylor's a good team. Mm -hmm. You can't expect to beat a team doing that. And then you come out in uh, out of half and throw a pick right away. And you throw another pick after when it's 21 to 13, you go down, you can score and tie the game. Like you just can't do that. Yep. Um, and you also can't
1: kick field goals and expect to win football games. Cause either. it felt like Oklahoma state absolutely dominated the second half. of that It game. did hundred percent. Cause I, I started watching after Wisconsin Marquette, I started locking in and Baylor was up huge and Oklahoma state just chipped away and chipped away, but they couldn't finish drives. And you can't win a championship scoring, what did they have, 16 points? 16. Yeah. You can't win a championship like that. No. And you kick way too many field goals. Yep. Uh, two more championships. Utah pounded Oregon again. I didn't expect this, but I should have as soon as the crystal ball rumors came out on game day. On yeah. Pac-12 championship game day, you're flirting with another school.
0: Yeah, it, it was, yeah, that was bad. uh uh-huh. I... I was expected Oregon to have at least some heart, and they just absolutely did not. I don't know what the hell happened from the Oregon of Week Two beating Ohio State to the U- the Oregon of getting blown out by Utah by thirty points both both times you play them.
1: And I know exactly what happened. It's the coaches. Every every single coordinator and every single and their head coach, jumped ship, mm-hmm. and they looked so unfocused on Friday night. Just false start penalties and holding penalties it it was just all around pathetic showing and oregon's defense was like holding them in the game for a little bit and Mm -hmm. they just got no help because the offense just kept blowing it up with with penalties and turnovers Mm -hmm. it was horrible um so utah going to the rose bowl for the first time ever that'll be i wish i knew that too going in because Mm -hmm. that
0: i mean oregon goes every year so for utah to get that chance i think it's great and then
1: I nobody in the country wants to play Utah right now. Yeah, they they look really freaking good. Um, Pittsburgh wins the ACC. This is this was this game. I was like 50-50 on that. What was it? Three and a half, three, Yeah, it was three and a half. I think really tough spread, and Pittsburgh just really gave it to them.
0: Mm-hmm. No, they did. I I guess both these teams are not used to being there, so both of them like this was like their Super Bowl in a way. Yep. Um, so I. I just didn't realize how good Kenny Pickett was. Kenny Pickett, like, in some of those throws, obviously that big run play, he just – he's that guy, I think, for Pitt. And I came out of nowhere because literally the first four years of his career, he was garbage. Yeah. It was – I don't know what happened to him this off season, but I don't know who his quarterback coach is, but, like, everyone should
1: get get well, there, them. There's, didn't he leave now? I, I think their offensive coordinator left and I don't know about that. The big rumors is Nebraska. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah,
0: so. I haven't seen that, but like I'm looking at it right now, 2018, 12 touchdowns, six picks for 2,000 yards. 2019, 13 touchdowns, nine picks for 3,000 yards. Last year, 13, 13 touchdowns, nine picks for two two and a half uh, thousand yards, and then this year, four thousand three hundred yards, twenty four t- or
1: forty two touchdowns, seven picks. I I just don't know what happened. It reminded me a lot of um, the mail Bowl last year when. Sam Hartman got in a big game and played against a halfway decent defense, and he just kind of blew up. Yeah. He threw, like, three picks against Wisconsin. That's, like, exactly what he did uh, Saturday night. hmm And with Pitt putting up points at will, they, they just couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. So we're going we're to go through some of our favorite bowl games. We're not going to make picks yet because they're still, what, three weeks out? Three weeks
0: out, so much in the air, coaches changing, Um, Some spots open for coaching vacancies. Players are definitely going to opt out still. Yeah, there's still these lines are going to change massively in the
1: upcoming weeks. We'll say no podcast will be more prepared for the bowl games than we will. No, we're going to be 100%. With school ending, I'm all in on these bowl games. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest, when I first saw the matchups, I'm like, oh, boy, I'm up 16 units on the season right now, and I might lose all of it. Mm -hmm. These are tough. So I'll start. My favorite one is obviously the Rose Bowl. You cannot beat the Rose Bowl. I've been there. It's so cool. And it's Utah's first time. Their their fan base is going to go nuts. They're going to have a great time. And they're playing an Ohio State team who's like probably would have won the national championship if they didn't lose to Michigan, I think. Mm-hmm. And we don't know who's going to play for Ohio State, but Ohio State's always really good at the Rose Bowl.
0: Yeah, yeah I say that one. I think the key is. There, I think all of Utah's guys are gonna stay. I don't see any opt outs yeah, for so. them. I just don't know if Garrett Wilson and um Chris Olave are gonna stay for out state because uh-huh. I mean, uh, Henderson's a hundred percent gonna stay and uh, their quarterback and the names escaping. I can't CJ Stroud's gonna stay too because they, they can't opt out really because there's no point for them to, yeah. So that one's gonna be a really good game. Uh, my favorite bowl game though is the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Baylor, we just talked about them all. They've been through this year, beating uh, Oklahoma State that last game against Ole Miss. Um, kind of, sort of like Baylor, I feel like is a Big Twelve team or a SEC team playing style, playing in the Big yeah, Twelve yeah. defense first, kind of grinded out. Ole Miss puts up had, last year, put up a bunch of points. They kind of tone it down a little bit this year. I think I don't. I think Mackrell is going to play. I don't think he's an opt-out guy. I think he's going to play. Mm-hmm. So I think. Um, especially to help his draft stock because Baylor's defense is good. So I think he's going to play. So I think this is going to be a really good matchup. To pick him right now Mississippi to be opened at minus two, and it went down to a pick. I have no idea what's going to happen in this
1: game. Me too. I just out of my SEC hate, I'm cheering for Baylor. I love Dave Aranda. It's going to be it's going to be a really good one to watch because Dave Aranda's got a month to prepare for a really talented quarterback. And you look at like past past year's Dave Aranda's teams in bowl games like Wisconsin won a couple they beat USC and LSU against Oklahoma just mm-hmm. everyone remembers that one Jalen yeah. hurts all sorts of trouble so that, that's gonna be really fun it's probably the best defense Ole Miss has played scheme wise probably yeah so it'll be really good I like to guessable Marcus Freeman's first game as Notre Dame head coach a couple guys opted out for Notre Dame that surprised me a little bit uh, I I could see Kyle Hamilton yeah. out. I
0: didn't see the running back opting out
1: that that confused me. Hamilton was a little banged up all year and Williams didn't even have a great year. So I thought that No, that I don't know why he opted out. Yeah. Got out. That was weird for me. And they're playing Oklahoma State off of kind of a letdown for them. Like the normal normal years this is a huge game for Oklahoma State. They're in a New Year's sixth. This year, they blew a chance at the college football playoffs, so it's gonna be tough for them. And they lost their defensive coordinator to Ohio State, which we'll probably talk about in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Is a huge move. Oh yeah, because Ohio State's defense was
0: not what it was this entire year. So that change is just instantly going to make Ohio State that much better. I mean, not that they. I mean, they probably need it now with how Michigan's looking. But like, uh, that's scary for them right there. Yeah. Uh, My next favorite bowl game uh, is not a New Year's Six bowl game. It's the bowl Two teams that we thought I certainly thought at the beginning of the year would have a chance to be playing in a new year's or hundred percent be playing a new year's mm-hmm. six bowl game. But uh, it is Clemson versus Iowa state Clemson at the beginning of the year didn't look too hot. Lost to Georgia, lost to NC state early too. then they kind of righted the ship down uh, at the end of the year. Uh, Clemson as of right now is a one point underdog to Iowa state. It's line moved that much. It was a Clemson minus one. Now it's Clemson plus one. I, I just don't know what's going on with Clemson. This is I mean, we're this is our first look at Clemson without their offensive and defensive coordinator Brett VanVels and their offensive coordinator's name is slipping my mind. I don't know, but he just took, he just Virginia took the Virginia job. job. So I mean, I we get this is my our first look is how good of a coach is Dabo? Was it him or his offense or his coordinators? Mm-hmm. And Iowa State, uh, Matt Campbell doesn't look like he's taking a job. So I mean, there's not really that many jobs open besides Oregon right now. So I think he's going to be staying at Iowa State. So I think that this is a good chance for Iowa State to prove it, what we thought was going to happen at
1: the beginning of the year. Yeah, I've, I've faded Brock Purdy against good defenses all year, and this is going to be the best defense he's played all year. Oh, by far. And DJ Uangulele U- U- Le- playing a lot better towards the end of the year. But like you said, how does a team you know, prepare for a game without both your – two of your top three coaches yeah I, that's just tough i don't know how it's gonna happen and that's got to be the only, only reason the line is one because clemson looks a lot better than oh, i paper. on
0: paper and i i don't i haven't looked into it I, clemson's defense might be veteran heavy so they might opt out for this game too so i you know what i mean i was yeah. it's a long ways away for this bowl game to see what's gonna happen
1: for sure my next one's is the gasparilla bowl it's central florida against florida in tampa this one's huge because it's an in-state thing, and Central Florida has been talking a huge game lately, right? Mm-hmm. That national championship a couple years ago, then they tried to schedule a home-and-home home with Florida, and they said no. Mm-hmm. So now they get their shot at Florida, and it's the worst Florida team in probably long, this decade. Long, yeah, was a long time. They, they might have missed a couple bowl games here and mm-hmm. there, but it's a really bad Florida team without a head coach. Now they do have a interim coach who's had success as an interim coach I've heard Uh but this is the Super Bowl for Central Florida and they got they had a really rough year so this could really save their year for Gus Malzahn
0: Mm, yeah i say Gus Malzahn didn't live up to the hype that we had originally this year so I'd love to see him get his chance against Florida and UCF uh my next game is the Peach Bowl Pittsburgh against Michigan State I think this game relies on if Kenny Pickett's gonna play and same with Kenneth Walker uh, because I think he's a he's tricked or he's drafted, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, so I I think that comes down to it. If one of them, I think it, if both of them stay, I think Pittsburgh has a slight edge. If one of them stays and one of them doesn't, I'm going to take whoever stays just because those two teams carry their offenses. And I think that's the key for this. And Michigan State's pass defense is the worst in the nation or damn near close to worst in the nation against a final Heisman finalist. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to right now take Pittsburgh, but. So much
1: left to be seen from both these teams. Right now, pick it or no pick it, I'm feeling Michigan State. Kenneth Walker's obviously huge, but Michigan State's battle-tested. Pittsburgh, best team they played all year was Clemson, probably, in the middle of the year when Clemson wasn't at their best. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't liked the ACC this year. Pittsburgh's really only ranked as high as they are because they won that bad conference. Mm -hmm. So... I I like a battle-tested Michigan State here, especially with Mel Tucker trying to get momentum going forward. True. Um, Music City Bowl is also huge for momentum because Tennessee had a really good first year under Dodge. Mm -hmm. And Purdue had a nice comeback here.
0: Yeah, it was very good. I don't... The thing with Purdue is I think their offense is just gonna be stagnant because I don't think David Bell's gonna play. Yeah, uh, he hasn't officially opted out, but he's declared for the draft, so I'm assuming he's going to opt out. I'd be shocked if he played. Uh-huh. But I yeah, with Tennessee, I mean this is a home game for Tennessee. It's gonna be
1: it's gonna it's gonna be a good game, I think. I think the Lions made a massive swing. If you can I wouldn't be shocked. Look at that. I think it's up to Tennessee by four and a half, and I think it started at Purdue by three. Um uh, uh, let's see, Tennessee Minus four and a half, yeah. Yeah. And I, I really think it started at Purdue minus three, so it swung seven and a half points probably because of David Bell. Probably. And just, the SEC momentum.
0: Because David so, Bell is just instant offense for Purdue, and when you don't have that, it's tough to see. Yep. Yeah. Uh, our next bowl game is the Alamo Bowl. Again, two teams that at the beginning of the year I was guar- guaranteed to have in the New Year's Six, but they're not. Uh, Oklahoma versus Oregon. Oklahoma – the hype around Brett is coming in, he's not gonna be coaching this game, obviously. But I think just Oklahoma with that, I feel like they've found like their guy. The fans are very much behind him. Wanna see how many Oklahoma players stay. Same with Oregon. Oregon lost all three of their coaches. Don't even know I don't think they've announced who's gonna be coaching the game yet. So that's interesting with Oregon. I, just two teams that we have
1: no idea what's going on. And Bob Stoops is back at Oklahoma. So that's that's always, that's gonna be fun to watch. Yep, I I liked Oklahoma for the stoops thing, and it sounds like Caleb Williams has still been around the program, uh-huh. which is yeah. massive because he would be the best player in this game. Well, by far, yeah. So you gotta gotta be feeling Oklahoma. I think I feel like when everything's settled, I think this line's gonna get up to Oklahoma by five or six. Yeah, I would not be surprised by that. Yeah, it's Oklahoma by four and a half right now. Already, yeah, and it started three. Yep. So it's already trending that way. Oregon's a mess. I, I feel bad for those kids that bought in the Chris Ball system and it's all blown up in their face right now. Uh-huh. Uh, my next one, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. How can you not mention the Mayo Bowl? This one's a cool one. It's North Carolina versus South Carolina. I think there's going to be a little bad blood there. Oh, I think there's so. There's got to be. Yeah. And Mac Brown had a really bad year, and if he loses a bowl game to, his, to the state down south, it's a really bad look, especially with South Carolina scrapping their way to six wins because the SEC plays four non-conference games.
0: Well, that and – I mean, they've won two huge games on the stretch. They beat Auburn and um, Florida, Florida down the stretch. So, I mean, they've barely got into this bowl game, and I think they're going to be fighting for life. The key for this game is if Sam Howell plays. I I don't think he's going to play, but I, it wouldn't shock me if he did just because I think he's going to the draft and he's – I think he knows
1: that this game is only going to hurt his draft stock. If he yeah. plays. And just about every time the ACC and SEC have matched up this year, the SEC is taking care of business. Mm-hmm. And you're getting seven, you're getting seven points by betting South Carolina right now. I, I'm tempted to take it now before Sam Hull opts out.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, my last one, uh, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, uh, Mississippi State versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech, the program has been kind of on the up and up. They've, got their coach in the middle of the season. They're hiring a bunch of other coaches. I pretty much think there, a lot of people think Quinn yours is going there. Um, but I think this is big off the field. Uh, coach Mike Leach used to coach at Texas tech. He has an ongoing lawsuit against um, Texas tech for, an un, like it was like an unlaw or fight like firing without like, um, like unjust, I, ter- unjust termination, ter- terminations. I termina- termination, like that. it's eight million dollars in lawsuit. Leach is going to want to stick it to them. I do think Mississippi State's the better team here, but I, as of right now, it's eight and a half, and I
1: think that might be too many points. I, I could see Mississippi State trying to run up the score. I could know. too. And again, a momentum thing. You got to recover after that Egg Bowl loss. Mm-hmm. And Texas Tech, I, they've annoyed me all year because I haven't thought they're good, and they just they've been covering weird spreads. So they're annoying. Mm-hmm. And they who they hire. Some guy from uh, Baylor, the Baylors right? DC or linebackers coach or something. I can't yeah. remember. But he was like
0: he's like a Texas football. Like he recruits well in Texas. So okay. I think that's I think that's why they got him. Yeah,
1: you know, I think he was like Baylor's main defensive recruiter. I think that's main, mainly why. Okay. So a little coaching carousel. We mentioned Oregon. We'll probably talk about it a later episode, but it looks like they're going after Chip Kelly. That would be interesting. Um Ball leaving. Chris Ball goes to the U. I right. we talked last week about how the ACC is wide open, and it opened up even more with Clemson's coordinators leaving. Because mm-hmm. the whole state of Florida is wide open. All those teams suck. Outside of Clemson, what is there in the ACC? I don't think Pitt's there to stay. I don't think Wake's there to stay. Mm-hmm. NC State's nine and three every year. There's nothing there. And Cristobal with the U buying in the football finally huge move.
0: Yeah, I I do think this is a big hire. I- it's kind of weird the last few Oregon or Oregon coaches going to Florida schools, mm-hmm. but I think this is a special case for Mario Cristobal. He's from, he grew up in Miami, played at Miami, coached at Miami. He's got family, all of his family's down there. I think this is more of not like a, him leaving Oregon. I think this is him going back home to try to resurrect um, the U. I do think that Miami helps a lot because they're in the weaker part of the ACC. They, they're with Pitt, Virginia Tech, Virginia, North Carolina, Georgia Tech, and Duke. Especially next year, Pittsburgh's going to be down because Pickett's leaving. Virginia Tech, new coach. Virginia, new coach. North Carolina, Sam Howell's leaving. Georgia Tech and Duke are just bad. Duke's also got a new coach. So we could easily find this Miami team next year
1: being the ACC title game. It wouldn't shock me. And look, look at how young Miami was this year. Mm-hmm. They, kinda, they had high hopes, and then... Bunch of guys got hurt. Bunch of the older guys got hurt. Once Sierra King got
0: hurt, uh, I thought they were screwed. But Tyler Van Dyke has been very good for Miami. I I assume he's going to stay. This Miami team, not that they're ready to win now, but they're ready to compete for a
1: New Year's Six game. Absolutely. And I I think they win the ACC within three years. That's I
0: And especially with Clemson's coordinators leaving, I don't know – I mean, I don't know how good of a coach Dabo is to just easily re- – this is the first we're seeing of Clemson replacing guy. We've seen Georgia do it. We've seen Alabama do it. We've seen Ohio State do it. Can Clemson do it? Yep. And I, I don't know if they can.
1: I'm pretty sure Brent Venables has been there for all the national championships. He's been – Brent Venables has been there since, like, 2010. Okay, yeah. So ever since the Clemson resurgence, like the end of Clemsoning, yeah, he's been there.
0: Yeah, so I don't know how they're going to respond to that.
1: Absolutely. Um, Virginia also making a move, hiring Clemson's offensive coordinator after Bronco Mendenhall sat down. It's a. But Bronco solid, Mendenhall is coaching the game, the bowl game. He's coaching the bowl he game. He is coaching that? the bowl
0: game. I looked, I looked into that. He said he's retiring after this year, but he is going to coach the bowl game.
1: Yeah. So, like you said, everyone's got new coaches. The conference is so wide open. Mm-hmm. So wide open. Um, Brett Benneville to Oklahoma. the last one. Perfect fit. Yeah. I, I didn't
0: know he was from Oklahoma or he coached Oklahoma for the longest time under Stoops until it happened. And once I figured that out, I'm like, oh, this is like, like this, not that to say this was their dream hire, but this was the best hire they could have made this offseason, and they did it. Absolutely.
1: So I, I love it. Mm-hmm. You're going to the SEC, get a defense guy. I think they'll still recruit the same way they have been. They'll be in good shape. Yep. College hoops. We haven't talked about college hoops really since the Champions Classic. So we'll go. We got, we got a good base so far. Yeah, everyone's played base. like nine to seven or Everyone's played a big game now. Yep. So let's go conference by conference, talk about some of the teams, start in the Big Ten. We just watched Wisconsin come back from down 20 to beat Indiana. Those are two teams right there. I think Indiana is an absolute pretender. They, I think they're a poorly coached team, honestly. I don't like what they're doing. Trace Jackson Davis is like the best big in the Big Ten. And mm-hmm. He barely saw the ball the whole game. He had that like 10 points. Mm-hmm. That's just against Wisconsin's bigs who are not good. Yeah, I
0: I do agree with that. Um, another team that obviously that's down bad this year is Iowa. They just yeah. – they've. I mean, they played Purdue somewhat tough. They played Illinois somewhat tough. And then you go state rival yesterday and lose by like 25. It's embarrassing. I, I have one that I also think, too – I know Rutgers just beat Purdue, but I, they had a half-court heave to win it, mm-hmm. and I just found out it's not called the rack anymore, so I can't – I don't know. I, don't, I can't trust Rutgers I can't not in the Rackers. It's the, it's the Jersey Mike's Dome or something or stadium or something like
1: that. I think that right there was their Super Bowl. I think that'll kind of be the peak of their season. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan starting really slow. I'm telling you, don't hit the panic button on that. They're going to figure it out. No,
0: they'll figure it out. I just, I don't know. I They've played tough teams. It's like Their losses aren't a tough team,
1: so I'll give them that. Uh-huh. Purdue just lost. I still think they're really good. They're really good. I'm not sold on national championship yet, and... For the exact reason they lost last night, if they, they don't have great shooters outside of Stefanovic Mm -hmm. and they shot really, really bad last night and lost to a pretty bad team. So that's going to be their Achilles heel. If they can, if it's all about Jaden Ivey, if Jaden Ivey can knock down three pointers at a consistent rate, Mm -hmm. they're in great shape. Yeah. He can't like last night. They're a top 10 team. Yeah.
0: And they always say in college basketball, your stars travel well, your bench doesn't, their bench did not play well against Rutgers. So I, not to say that I'm worried about them, but like it's, I don't know. I, I'm not too worried with them. No, when you got
1: those two bigs, you're going to be in good shape. Yeah, you're going to be fine, especially um, in the Big Ten. I was optimistic on Nebraska with Fred Hoiberg. They are a mess. They're awful. Yeah. Um, Minnesota's pretending right now, aren't they? Still undefeated? Yeah. Uh, no, I think they just lost, didn't just they? lost to somebody. I think oh, Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State. Yep. I like Michigan State this year. They're showing things. They're putting things together. They took care of Louisville and the Big Ten ACC pretty well and winning at Minnesota in a tough road environment, and they covered the spread. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be a good team down the stretch. Yeah. How about I, Maryland? What a mess. They're Yeah, that's a bad situation. Yeah. Um they let go of Turgeon. I don't think that's a good move at all. I don't know who they're gonna get. Because I don't yeah. think Maryland thinks of themselves as a basketball school and Well they are compared to their football team. Yeah. But when you hire a coach that they're, they think they're on blue blood. Is I think that's what I think yeah. that's the best. And you just fired a coach that went to the big ten championship or won the big ten championship two years ago. Mm-hmm. Tied tied up. Yeah, three-way tie. Three-way tie. And was that his only Big Ten uh, title? The only one I can think of. I think so, but... Did, been, did they win with the Diamond Stone team? Like, they've uh, been top four just about every year, though. They're right yeah. there. Diamond Stone and that team was so overrated. Yeah, well, didn't they make like a Sweet 16? Didn't they do something that... they lost to LSU, I think. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think he made one sweet, sweet 16. I don't know which team it was. Titles. I'm looking up Big Ten titles. I doubt... I, maybe they won. I could be wrong.
0: Um, of, uh, no, South. Maryland has not won a Big Ten title besides that one. And oh, his
1: last one, team. Ohio State. No, I'm not high on them. I right. think
0: this is a good – I mean, we're going to get to it, but I think this – this tomorrow's game is against Wisconsin is going to be a big t- – like
1: a big – like for both teams, we're going to figure out a lot of things. Yeah, Wisconsin's first – or they played Georgia Tech on the road, but Georgia Tech's not that good. Mm-hmm. And first tough road game experience Ohio State team. I just – I think Ohio State's a team in the 20s. Yeah, which is an awful. Yeah, but people preseason were hyping them up top 15, top 10. They, they aren't that team. Mm-hmm. They lost too much scoring last year. Um, let's go SEC. Uh, just off the top of my head, Florida. I think Florida is a little, little pretender. And we're kind of a weak late because they were undefeated and right and high. And then they went to Oklahoma and lost.
0: Or how about Texas Southern?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that <I> was <laughs> forgot about that. That was a meltdown. That was so bad. I think they're pretenders. Um, Arkansas hasn't really... They're, not, they they're undefeated. Yet? They're
0: undefeated. I don't think they have. I'm looking up their schedule.
1: They play. I mean, they Oklahoma. played. They played Northern
0: Iowa, who's for their conference, not bad. They played Kansas State. They played Cincinnati. So I mean, they have played like decent
1: teams, but not. They haven't played a rake team. yet. And they got Oklahoma on the road tomorrow. Yes, it's huge. Um, Alabama beat Gonzaga, but they're they're just so live and die by the three that how do you really trust them in the long run?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, same with LSU. LSU's undefeated. They're only game that they've played is Penn State, and Penn State's not good, and they only beat it by five in overtime. Yeah. Wake Forest isn't good either. So yeah, LSU, I want to see them play a good team. They're also undefeated.
1: And Tennessee, they're, they're the same team every year. God, that was an ugly game. Yeah. They, they're they going to have to win in the 50s, and it'll come down to one possession, and they lose big game. Mm-hmm. That's just what they do. Yeah,
0: I still think by far the best team in the SEC is Kentucky, though. I Yes, I do, too. I, I think I think Kentucky is really good. They haven't really played anybody since Duke, but they have a stretch. They play Notre Dame this Saturday, and then next Saturday they play Ohio State. Then, Louis, then they have the rivalry game against Louisville. So they're they're going to start picking up some good games here soon.
1: Coach Cal gets a lot of slack, but every year by March, all his pieces are put together and ready to go. At they, they peak every year around March. And this team, with all the pieces they have, if he gets them right by March, they're championship contenders.
0: Oh, very much. They have all the
1: pieces. AC, let's go ACC. Let's start with
0: Duke. Duke's at the top of the conference. I, I, I don't think it's I, – I think it's somewhat close, but I don't think it is. I think –
1: Carolina's the only one that's Carolina's closed. the only
0: chance, only chance that it's close. Everyone else in that conference
1: sucks. Yeah, and Duke's got to figure out the Palo Banchero condition thing. Yeah. Because that's the reason they lost to Ohio State. They didn't score for the last five minutes because they, they just can't keep him on the floor. Mm-hmm. And when he's not on the floor, it comes down to, what's his name, Keels and Wendell Moore, mm-hmm. and neither of them are great shooters. They don't have great shooters. No, I would not be shocked. If the ACC is like a four-bit league. Yep. yep, yep, it could be. Um, And then Mark Williams is a great defender. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. That's the only reason they consider Duke a good defensive team. Mm -hmm. Because um, they just feed everything into Mark Williams and they play high. They've been playing high all year with the guards on defense, yep, just like they did with Tyus Jones and uh, Quinn Cook. So there's a lot of hype around Duke. They deserve it, but um, what about North Carolina? What do you think? The Michigan game proved a lot to me, but
0: I still... I, don't, I just don't think we're going to know how good they are just because of how, how bad the ACC is this year. Like, they're yeah. going to be playing... I mean, we're just going to be judging them based off their non-conference games, and I don't know if they have enough to
1: fully flush out like a decent resume. And I think it's going to be a lot like last year where they're going to compete with like Florida State and Duke's a lot better this year, so that helps. But when you make the ACC uh, semifinals in the tournament... Usually, like, you're a really solid team and you're ready to go in March. Last year they did that, but they were, like, kind of pretenders yeah. because Florida State wasn't that good.
0: No. Like, North Carolina's not conference schedule so far. They lost to Purdue by 9, which isn't that bad. Lost to Tennessee by 17, which is not looking too hot. They, they blew up. They beat, bad. they beat Michigan by 21. That's good. They, they have UCLA later this month, so that one's going to be good. That's but, a great test. But otherwise, that's it besides
1: the ACC schedule. I just don't trust the ACC schedule at all. Yep. I think Florida State's going to put some things together. Um, mm-hmm. I'd buy them low right now. Yep. if if like there's college basketball stocks, which would be really cool. Um, but they got they got length everywhere. They got, they actually had shooters this year. They just couldn't handle produced bigs. They don't have like the big meaty big this year. Mm-hmm. And that'll that'll kind of hold them back a little bit against like Duke and Carolina. Let's go Big Twelve. And We did not miss anything in the ACC. Virginia no. right? Virginia sucks. Virginia's not good. Virginia Tech's going to be up and down all year. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Big Twelve. I think Baylor is so legit. Yeah, they are. They are.
0: I still like Kansas though, but. I, I, if you told me... I, it's a coin flip for me. I just slightly
1: lean Kansas. Uh-huh. Kansas put the, some things together. Fluke. I think that Dayton game was a complete fluke loss.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, no. I, I think in a weird tournament like that, tough to get up for. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why Kansas was even playing in that tournament. There was no good teams in like that, really.
1: Right? right? Alabama was the other one. They lost to Iona.
0: Yeah. So, you know what I mean? like, yeah. I don't know why they were playing in that tournament. They should be in like a Maui or a Atlantis. I don't know what happened. But... Man, this Kansas and the tests that we're gonna see it. Kansas non-conference in the middle of January. SEC Big Twelve Challenge plays Kentucky. Yeah, that game will be. Awesome. And then Baylor this week plays Villanova. Yeah. So like those are like the last two big tests besides their conference play.
1: And I guess Baylor plays Alabama in the Big Twelve or the SEC Big Twelve Challenge too. Yeah. So those two teams, final four contenders. For yes, sure. very
0: much. They're either now that you can pencil them in for the Elite Eight, but I'm penciling them in for the Elite Eight. Yeah. Under that, Texas. What do we think? I I. They got a long way to go. I ahead. think they're going to be fine. I think it's just weird with a new coach, a bunch of transfers. It's kind of like you got to figure, you got to work out the kinks. I think they'll be ready for Big Twelve play. It's just this non-conference schedule is kind of, you know, what I mean they're playing like good, they're playing good teams though, which I commend them, commend them for. They played Seton Hall um, at was it at Seton Hall or was it at it was Massachusetts, at Seton Hall. At Seton Hall. Yeah. So you know, what I mean that's a tough road game there and then at, Gonzaga. at Gonzaga, tough game. So you know, I are two biggest games they lost, but at the same time, I'm not going to fully bag on because those are
1: two tough teams I and mean, Grand guns is really a lot better than at Seton Hall but still at Seton Hall is a tough place to travel to yeah they're going to be up and down all year it's just how much do you trust Chris Beard and March I trust him a lot mm-hmm. so they'll be interesting Texas Tech they're not, not, not bad but they're just stuck behind
0: I mean I think Baylor Kansas Texas I think Oklahoma's better than them Iowa State's been is undefeated right now so mm-hmm. they I mean, as of right now they're better than them so like I I just think I just think they're just getting lost in the shuffle. but I do think they're a good team
1: Iowa State's a team they're they played a pretty tough schedule. They played. Them,
0: they've played Xavier, Memphis, uh,
1: Tech, Crane,
0: right? and then they just blew out Iowa. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, that's a tough schedule, and they took care. They beat of Oregon
0: State too. Who? I mean, Oregon State kind of sucks, but uh-huh. at the beginning of the year we thought they'd be good.
1: Yeah, they look. They look really good. Um, Oklahoma's up and down right now. Transfers, new code. Yeah, it's the same with Texas. I'm not too worried about it. They'll figure it out. Yep. And then who's the other team I wanted to touch on?
0: Uh, um. Got West Virginia. West Virginia just beat UConn. Yeah,
1: just beat UConn. Good win. It
0: was, was a good win. Really good win. West Virginia, I, I don't know. I, I'm never going to count them out because of Huggins. But, like, I, I don't know. I, I think they're also just getting lost in the shuffle with the Big 12. Oklahoma State, big letdown. What? I, I told weird. you. Yeah. I, I like the team, but I think this is right where we're getting to these next few games. I mean, at, at Houston, home against USC, I mean, you can get them up for that. But, like, some of these games down the stretch, like, these, they're playing for nothing. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I just don't know what the motivation factor is there
1: under the Pac-12. Arizona, by far the
0: best team. Best team in the nation. I'm going to say it. Best team in the nation. And they're not the best team in the nation. Best team in the nation. I think they're the best team in the Pac-12. Oh, by far. It's not even close. It is close with UCLA. I, I know. I'm joking. I, I do think UCLA is a little bit better than them, but...
1: Arizona, I don't know, man. Ah, man. this I Arizona. Is,
0: see, I do agree with that, but right now, UCLA has played tough teams. Arizona is not. So, uh-huh. that's my only
1: worry. Besides I mean, Michigan, and they just gave it to Michigan. They did give it to
0: Michigan. That's like, that was their only tough game. This year. Then again, though, I think that game was at Vegas. Oh, it was in Vegas, which is basically a home game for Arizona compared to Michigan. Yeah. But, you yeah. know what I mean I mean? I, this Arizona team, I
1: love it. They're so good. Tommy Lloyd comes in there and... They're just blowing teams strip. out. Blowing teams out. He literally brought Gonzaga Ball in there and plugged it in within, like, a week. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Their tempo was up to, like, ten, top 10 in the country. Mm-hmm. And last year, I looked. It was, like, 70th or something with Sean Miller. Mm-hmm. They're a completely different team. They're so talented. This, um, this is their best player, Benedict. I, here's the thing though. I don't even know who the best players because all yeah. of them are the, all of them are pretty much the same. They, their highest score looks just like Victor Yeah, Benedict Matherin. Plays just like Victor Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Lamps, jumps out of the freaking gym. Yeah.
0: Arizona's got three guys in double digits. Um I don't know. Have you seen the photo of um They're big guys awesome? Colo- or fuck, can I can't can Coloco can I pronounce his name, right? Coloco or something like that. Like the, he from his freshman year to now, he's literally gained like 50
1: pounds of muscle. Yeah. He's unbelievable. He was a twig when he came in and now he's unbelievable. They are so talented, and they, I've watched some of their highlights. They just shoot the shit out of the ball. It's they're three. Yeah, they're really good. Like they almost like he plugged in a Gonzaga system, and they shoot better than Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. That's why they've been so good so far. Um, otherwise, UCLA. They beat Villanova. They lost to Gonzaga. Pretty bad loss to Gonzaga. They got manhandled, mm-hmm. and they play Marquette on the road. It's a tough. West team coming east. It'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I they should take care of them, but I don't know.
0: This is Marquette Super Bowl. Besides the Wisconsin game, Wisconsin and
1: Villanova. Yeah. Um, who else are we miss in Oregon? What a letdown. Don't don't count them out yet. I'm counting them out. Don't count them out. Yet. I'm counting them out. Dana, Dana Altman can coach in this conference outside of those two we just mentioned. What's left? USC's pretty good. USC undefeated. And then I know a three road true road game went. True road wins, which is big this time of year because not that many teams play that many true road games. Uh-huh. That that's it. Mm-hmm. So Oregon can still slide into the NCAA tournament in the bubble, and you know what happens when Oregon's on the bubble? Not good. Wisconsin. Like, you, don't more, you don't want to play Oregon. You don't want to play Oregon when they're a double jute seed. Yep. So their team. Watch out in March, Dana Altman, great coach. Other than that, that conference is garbage. Mm-hmm. Like the, the bottom tier, uh, they stepped up a little bit last year and made things competitive, but this year they they just laid down and it's over. Um, Big East is Villanova still. I yeah, it's Villanova as as... I haven't seen a team. That's Xavier and Saint Hall are looking good, but I don't know.
0: I don't think they're on the level of um, Villanova. So, I, but I think they're. I think those games are going to be good games when they play each other. I just I don't see like the consistency over the Big
1: Twelve, or the Big East schedule to
0: beat.
1: To no, Villanova, be yeah. Villanova, yeah. I just don't see that. Um you, UConn's kind of taking a little step up without Book Night. It's mm. a little interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: I I, don't know. I I still th- by far Villanova is a cream of the crop in the Big East. Uh-huh. It's just. St. John's is putting up points, you know I mean, if they get hot against them. UConn, like you said, they're taking a little bit of a step up. Xavier's been playing well. Seton Hall just beat Texas. So, like, those teams can upset them. I just don't know if enough of them can to then put Villanova down a peg in the Big East. I
1: didn't mention this in the, this week's slate, but it's the Xavier Cincinnati game this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. We already talked a little Wisconsin Ohio State. It's going to be really tough for Wisconsin to go into Columbus. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, especially after the
0: emotional win that we just had against Indiana. Yeah. Uh, once the spreads come out tomorrow morning, if it's anything under four, I love Ohio State in the spot, just because I do think Wisconsin's good. I just after that Indiana win, Big Ten teams don't lose on the or don't lose at home. I you know I, mean? I just think it's
1: just written for Ohio State to win this game. And I also think Indiana is a massive fraud. No, so, yeah, yeah,
0: sure. I yeah, I do think that Wisconsin. I, I do think they're a good team. I just think, looking at the beginning of the season, you penciled this for a loss. So you know, I mean, I'm not too upset if we lose this
1: game. Let's hop down here. I forgot to talk about Illinois. Um, so they had a really rough start to the year. They looked horrible. They were turning the ball over like crazy. Then Andre Corbello got hurt, and they got better. Yeah, weird. It was very. I just don't think he's a point guard. He's a good shooting guard, but he's not a point guard. He just dribbles too. He tries to do too much. He can't, he without, can't handle the ball. Without I O, when he's doing his thing, it's it's a mess. Mm-hmm. But Kofi's looking.
0: He's like, I can't wait for that awesome. matchup with Kofi and Cabolo. I, it's going to be an unbelievable matchup this week. Arizona at Illinois. Yeah. Arizona's first true, I think, first true road game, or at least they're traveling. I so. They're traveling east, so I think that's big for Arizona to see how well they can do on the road. But like I said, with Arizona, I all you don't know who the best player on their team is. Like anybody can be the best player at any spot. So I don't. I like I said
1: earlier with Purdue, like star shovel. Well, I think all
0: of Arizona's players are stars.
1: Yeah. So like, this I, is my favorite game uh, almost on this list. There's a massive Sunday game, but tomorrow, Saturday. Oh, Saturday, that's the best game. If, if you plan your weekend around that game, make sure you're in front of a TV for
0: that game. Yes, it's going to be amazing. And especially, And that's huge for Arizona, too. As most Pac-12 teams, you got to play East Coast teams to, just for people to see you. Because yep. not many people are staying up at 10, 9 o'clock for Pac-12 after dark.
1: No, I think this game's on Fox, too. It's going to be great. Arkansas at Oklahoma. We already touched on it a little bit. I like Oklahoma in the spot. It's a, it's a good prove it
0: game for both teams. Yeah, it's Arkansas' first like true like test, and Oklahoma's already had a few of those, so I I'm going to take the team that has more tough game experience. Um, I like Oklahoma. I don't know what these lines are. That's, I, that's what I don't like about college hoops. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see absolutely nothing anywhere.
1: You
0: can uh, probably get a little
1: consensus thing on action. Um, but
0: according ESPN, they have a 60 percent chance to win, so I'd guess Oklahoma State minus or Oklahoma minus like three.
1: Would so be my guess. Consensus is. Ohio State, minus four and a half. I love Ohio State. We got Oklahoma minus two. That says it all.
0: I love Oklahoma. Team.
1: Yeah. love Oklahoma. That's an official play for sure. Mm-hmm. Going down, Michigan State, 11-point favorites at home against Penn State. I think they blow them out. UCLA, minus five and a half at Marquette. Love it. Yeah, I, I like UCLA. Marquette did not impress me when they took their trip to Madison. Nope. Um I'm trying to find the UC or Kansas is a massive Oh Yukon versus
0: Yukon versus the Bonnies this Bonneys. week. That's a good matchup. I do like Yukon, but Bonaventure is a mid major team that is gonna be really good this year. And they've already somewhat proven it too. Who did they lose to? Um, um Looks like they almost, almost lost to Clemson. I can't remember who they, they lost was. to Northern Iowa. Yeah, but I mean Northern is a good Um, Illinois right now, it's a one point. Illinois plus one. Love
1: Arizona in that spot. Yep, just win the game. Arizona's going to win that game. I'm feeling it. Mm -hmm. Because they match up so well with Kofi. Arizona's got some big dudes, and they have more consistent guards than Illinois. Yep. Kentucky's headed to Notre Dame. I've been let down by Notre Dame a little bit this
0: year. I thought they were going to be good. They haven't been. It's a spot to get Kentucky, though, at home. Look at that spread. It's, It's a Notre
1: Dame plus three and a half. I, I don't know. Screams Notre Dame mm-hmm. Unranked against a top 10 team, only three and a half. Mm-hmm. And you're under 500. You're three and four. Yeah. And they just lost to Boston College, our boy Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. They got blown out. And now they're – I could see them taking down Kentucky. That's crazy. Um, Houston, Alabama, I haven't seen that one yet.
0: I also have not seen that spread yet.
1: I, I don't really like Houston. But they're, they're going to play really solid defense, and they're going to make it tough on Alabama to get those three-point shots up. So I almost lean Houston. I'd like to see the spread. It's one and a half one Alabama. A half. Yeah.
0: At Alabama. Above Alabama. I don't think Houston's that good.
1: The Alabama's going to have to grind it out, and that'll be interesting. I don't have a play on that game. And uh, middle of the week, Villanova at Baylor. It's going to be an excellent basketball game. Mm-hmm. Two amazing coaches, two really well coached teams. Um, God, I don't know who I like. If it's, it's at Baylor, I think. I think Baylor's going to beat them.
0: Uh, I like it. At, I this game's at Baylor, I like Baylor. If this game's at Villanova, I like Villanova. It's a true coin flip game. You're going to have to schedule out some. Of your, you're going to have to make an, make sure what during NFL week that there is a TV
1: set for this game. Yes. Rutgers-Seton Hall gained some hype after the Rutgers win, but I think Seton Hall's going to blow them up. Mm-hmm. I do, too. I, I don't especially with college sports the,
0: the the highs and lows especially in basketball with the, these quick turnarounds yeah i can't see rutgers then getting back up for scene hall after you literally just beat the number one team in the nation rutgers is a horrible road team too
1: mm-hmm. they have been for years um and alabama memphis memphis just like i said you can't play au basketball in college hoops <sighs> yeah you i just can't do it
0: especially when penny hardaway comes out and said if i was playing the guys who wanted to be there or something it was something along the lines of if i play the guys that work the hardest, the guys that wanted to be here or something along those lines, we'd be undefeated. So, they, I mean, that's definitely, that's a direct shot at Imani Bates yep. calling him out. Too. So I don't know if that fires Imani Bates up or he's thinking to himself, fuck this. I should be in the G league right now. Like I should be making a half a mil or, you know what I mean? I just don't know how Imani Bates will react to that.
1: Yeah. I think mean, they got Alabama, I think in the middle of the week this week, I love Alabama to take it to them. <laughs> Even at Memphis, I, I don't think they have much of a home court advantage anyways. But I really like Alabama there. Let's go on to the NFL. We haven't talked NFL in weeks, and I think I don't think it's been an issue because not many. It's
0: not been too many things. where I'm like, oh my god, that like, yeah. whoa, what? What just happened?
1: Middle of the year NFL is just teams going up and down, and it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Like you saw Tampa lose a couple games in a row. You saw um, Dallas lost a couple games. It, it's just been weird. Mm-hmm. So let's kick it off with. Last night, Vikings took down the Steelers. Tried to blow it. Yeah, they, I that didn't surprise me. I
0: I thought the Vikings were the play the whole time. I, mm-hmm. I this with the Steelers with Ben
1: Roethlisberger. I just can't trust. I just can't trust them. Yeah, I was on the Vikings last night too, and it was the right side. They were up twenty and twenty nine to nothing or something. Uh huh. Um, Baltimore, Cleveland, tough game.
0: Mm-hmm. Both teams desperately need a win. Baltimore went for two. I like them. I like the play for going for two to win the game. Um, But you know what I mean? Both these teams desperately need a win, especially it's getting close Uh, right now. Baltimore is leading the North, but Cincinnati is a game back. Cleveland's two games back. The Steelers are two games back or a game and a half or maybe two and a half games back. I don't know what that tie, what that does, but you know what I mean? Like it's, to the point where all these conference or these divisional games mean so much more that they're must-win games.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird one. So Baltimore's won four straight over Cleveland and Cleveland's last game was a loss to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They had a bye week last week. So I don't really like teams off byes. And I think Baltimore needs to win pretty bad. So we'll, I'll, I'll go with Baltimore. I think they're the best team in this division right now.
0: Yeah, I do think they are. I'm just going to take the Browns just because at home and this – like the brown, like this is literally if the Browns win this game. They have a chance to make the playoffs. They lose, their season's over. This is a winner go home for the, um, for the Browns. Where this isn't quite the case for the Ravens.
1: Yeah, Vegas and the Chiefs. Little interesting. Chiefs have been red hot. Nine and a half points. I think it's a little too much. I think Vegas is going to get up big for this game. And this is the thing where I don't think the Chiefs like to cover big spreads.
0: Yeah, same as I think I said with the Ravens can basically just be translated here. The um, Raiders are two games back. Chiefs are holding a one-game lead over my Chargers in the division right now. So, like, it's – I think also the same for the Vegas with how close these this playoff push is for the um, AFC. The Chargers, who are the top wildcard, 7-5, and, and the 12th team in the division – or in the conference is 6-6. Six six. So there's one game that separates all of these teams. And you all these games mean so much more, especially these division games. I'm gonna take the Raiders.
1: I'll take the Raiders too. Dallas and Washington. A lot of people have been on Washington lately. I I just can't find the right side of this football team. I was on them to start the year because I trusted their defense, and their defense didn't turn it on until I was off the train. Mm -hmm. Sucks.
0: No, yeah, I've been riding I've stuck through it with the football team at the beginning of the year. I just stuck with what I thought was gonna what I originally thought the whole year. They're in the playoffs. They win this game. They're only a game back of the Cowboys. Um, I think this is the football. Not their. I think this is like Dallas is like. All right, f- we fucked around the past few weeks. Now let's like get it back together. I think they do that. But I'm still gonna take the football team with the points. Yeah. With the points at home, divisional game. I like. I always like dogs in the divisional games.
1: Okay. I will go with Grand. Dallas.
0: Grand. I said the Ravens, but this is a must-win game for the Browns. Win or go home.
1: I'll go with Dallas. Um, I think. Washington's riding a little too high right now. They've won four straight. They're due for a letdown. So I'll go with Dallas. I think they're a good team. Atlanta, Carolina, hideous game. Um, Carolina's a mess right now. They just fired Joe Brady, Mm -hmm. who I thought was a great coordinator. Yeah, I don't know. I think
0: think that's just a –
1: Matt uh, Will trying to save his job?
0: Sort of. I think it's something like that because I don't think he was the problem. I mean, granted, I've been a Sam Darnold guy, but Sam Darnold obviously wasn't the answer. Cam Newton had one good game, and there's a reason why Cam Newton wasn't on our roster. So, you yeah. know what I mean? I just think he's been dealt a bad hand with the cornerbacks they have. But I do think the Falcons – I mean, both these teams are 5-7. and seven. This is a true lo- loser-leaves-town game where, like, the loser just has absolutely no chance to make the playoffs. Uh, I'm going to take the Carol. – I'm going to take the Panthers – I, no other reason why. I just I just can't bet on the Falcons.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to take the Falcons with the points. I think it's going to be a tight game. I might be able to catch one in that two and a half. <laughs> I got the bad end of that once this year, so I'll, I'll ride with the Falcons. New Orleans and the Jets, kind of a big spread, five and a half. I kind of like the Jets as a dog here.
0: I do too. Uh, the Saints have not proven anything to me the past few weeks. Give me the Jets. Jets coming off of a win, I think they're going to – Try to make it two for. That being
1: said, I can't find the right side of the Saints, so they they might show up this week.
0: Or I shouldn't say the Jets won last week. Sam or uh, what's his name, Zach Wilson played somewhat well last week, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to ride the Jets.
1: Jacksonville at Tennessee, um, Tennessee, eight and a half spread. You Tennessee, think Tennessee, Tennessee?
0: Tennessee wins. Jacksonville covers.
1: Okay, yeah. I, I was going to say I like Jacksonville with the points. um I feel like Tennessee doesn't play well against these bad teams. No. Seattle and Houston. It's a big spread for a really bad Seattle team, but I'm gonna take it. I Houston's just they're the king of tanking right now. They
0: they are bad. I I
1: don't I don't know. This is just a weird I feel like Seattle found something last week to score in all the points they did.
0: I, I do too. This Texans team has been scraping it up with some of these good teams, so I'm a little worried, especially at home. I'm gonna take the points. I think Seattle wins, but I'm gonna take the points. Nine's a lot. Especially with how bad the Seattle team was looked this year.
1: This might be my pick of the week. Pick of the week. Detroit at Denver. The spreads ten, and Detroit loves to cover double digit spreads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Detroit. Yeah. Uh, Giants the Chargers.
0: I just looked into it just to because I was scrolling. I not that I. Giants, I don't know who's their quarterback to be. I don't think it's. I think D'Angelo's for sure out. They're trying to get Mike Glennon ready, but if not, it's Jake Fromm. Chargers, I think all of their players that were on the COVID list are vaccinated, so they could be back for the, or could slash should be back. But I'm looking at this spot. I see Chargers play next this Thursday next week. At home against the Chiefs, and that is like a must, must, must win game Mm -hmm. for them. So, not to say that this is a look ahead. I think this is a look ahead spot for them. I do still think they win, but I
1: just think ten is a lot of points. Ten is a lot of points against the Giants. Giants are pretty feisty.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I mean, our run defense hasn't been that good. Saquon is he's back, right? I I, have no idea. I haven't really been checking on Giants. I'm assuming he's back. So I'm, I'm going to take. I'm charging to win this game. I'm always going to take the Chargers, but I think ten is a lot.
1: All right. Interesting one. San Francisco is a one and a half point favorite at Cincinnati. I I actually like the 49ers here. Um Cincinnati coming off what happened last week? They lost to the they lost chargers. chargers.
0: They got their manhandled and fought back, but then kind of blew it at, or not blew it at the end, but the Chargers pulled away at the end.
1: I just look at the record and I don't think you can trust Cincinnati to win the go to eight and five. I think they're a mid, middle of the pack team right now. So I think they fall to uh seven and six and the 49ers get one
0: here yeah i'm gonna roll with the 49ers 49ers to keep pace with um the nfc playoff picture i think they're in it right now but it's very tight and the two teams at the top of the division play each other this week so i they could they can gain a game back on one of them all
1: right game of the week buffalo at tampa it's a weird number uh i'm i'm, I'm following for the tampa i'm going with tampa um I just think Buffalo is kind of a fraud this year. I'm yeah. I'm going to take shown anything.
0: I'm going to take the Bucks. I don't like it at three and a half. Uh, they're trying a lot. Of, they're trying to right now. It's even money on Bucks minus three and a half. Let that go down to three or two and a half and buy Tampa Bay there. But I am a little worried as of like this Buffalo team. They look at it like kind of like a look in the mirror, and it's like we just lost to a, cor- lost to a teams quarterback through three passes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and sort of just and the only touchdown was because N- N- Inkyu Harry muffed the punt. And they were basically on they were in the red zone right away. So like I I don't know. I, I I'm gonna take the box just because I think they're the better team. Yep. But also Buffalo knows that they need to start winning some of these games, otherwise they might fuck around and maybe not miss the playoffs, but they could miss the playoffs.
1: I don't know. If we were doing college football and the Bills right now, their resume is pathetic.
0: right now the Bills are the seventh seed.
1: Yeah. And like, I,
0: you know what I mean? If they lose this week,
1: I don't think they're in the playoffs. Good teams they played. Pittsburgh lost by seven. Washington, they beat them, but Washington was playing bad to start the year. They beat up on the Chiefs on the road. That was huge. But then followed that up with a loss at Tennessee that they shouldn't have, mm-hmm. game they shouldn't have lost. They lost at Jacksonville. Yep. Pathetic. Yeah, blown out by, by the Colts. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I, you can't trust this team at this point. No. So I'm going with Tampa. Bears, Packers, Twelve and a half. Give me the
0: pack. Give me the Bears. Justin Fields is back. Give me the Bears. They could
1: hang around, but it's... give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. Bears? Give me the Bears,
0: and a sprinkle the money line. Bears sprinkle the money line.
1: Bears um, got the Bolton board material with the Rogers. I own you thing. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. I kind of like the over on this game. Forty three, a little low. I guess, they just but, I don't know what the
0: weather is in Green Bay supposed to be. It could I mean yeah, for all yeah. this time of the year you have to look at that for Green Bay.
1: I guess they're just guessing that the Bears aren't going to score or
0: what. I mean it's 12, it's 12 and a half spread with a 43 so kind of yeah. yeah. It's supposed it's going to be a frozen mix tomorrow, but Sunday it's going to be sunny 37 out, mostly right? mostly sunny. Yeah, that says Aaron Rodgers. But it's gonna be—it's snowing. It's gonna start it's snowing in Aaron, a few hours, and it's not gonna stop snowing until tomorrow. At noon. Aaron Jones back? I don't think he is. I could be wrong, yeah. though. I'm not on like Packer. I
1: don't check in on Packers injury report. I haven't heard much about him, but he had a bye week. Rodgers also had a bye week to fix his COVID toe toe thing. Um,
0: um I don't know. It
1: doesn't doesn't really say much. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna look up their injury report. Um, Packers' final injury report. Here we go. It was a game-time decision two weeks ago against the Rams. So um,
0: David Bakhtiari's ruled out.
1: Yeah. Is uh, Jair back? Jair might be
0: back. J- Jair was back at practice. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't see him on their injury report, so maybe he's playing. I think the Packers just take care of business. Mm-hmm. Rams-Cardinals. I love the Rams for some reason. I think they're going to start putting things together here. Uh, Arizona's Arizona's good, but they're not 10-2 good. So I'm going with the Rams to get revenge for that September beatdown. Yeah,
0: that's I. you just said it right there. This is a revenge game for the
1: Rams. They got absolutely blown out. I I love the Rams in this spot. Absolutely. Then we got – that. that's a Monday night game, so that's everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anything else you want to hit on? I, NBA? I've not watched a game, so um, – pretty good at picking So my, i'm the worst college basketball gambler in the nation i'm down 20 units but my nba picks like literally wash it I'm, mm. i've been ridiculous i don't know what it is so i yeah i don't, I don't pay attention to the nba <laughs> right now it's not christmas yet i'm just guessing and it's working so uh, i like i also like Loyola four and a half tonight against a bad bandy team so mm-hmm. there we go after the whistle will see ya